0: Welcome to The Opener! Every weekday morning, we'll start off your day with a quick look at stats, trends, and trivia around the game of baseball. I'm Jeff Sackman, and it's Thursday, May 20th. Each day, we select three numbers to highlight the latest news in the sport, and today, those numbers are 56%, 17 and 28 Our first number is 56%, the rate at which the Mets defense is shifting this year, second most in all of baseball. It's a marked departure from their positioning last season when they shifted just 21% of the time, fourth least in MLB. The new tactics are most evident against lefties, who they're shifting against in a whopping 79% of plate appearances compared to just 33% in 2020. They've increased the rate at which they repositioned against right-handed batters this year as well from 13% to 40%. Shifting against righties is risky and its effectiveness remains an open question among sabermetricians. But by one metric, it's working for the Mets. The team's defensive efficiency, the rate at which the defense converts batted balls into outs, is up more than 25 points since 2020. The brain trust in Queens appears to be convinced. New front office head, Zach Scott, may still be listed as acting general manager, but the ideas he's brought over from his previous employer, the Red Sox, are already evident on the field. And like the Bosox, his new frequently shifting team finds itself atop their division. Our second number is 17, Gonzaga's current position on the NCAA Division I RPI list. The Zags are also ranked 17th in the D1Baseball.com writers poll and they come in 17th in our ELO ratings at College Splits. The road to Omaha begins with 16 four-team regionals on June 4th, and when it comes to earning a coveted spot as a host, Gonzaga could not be any more on the bubble. Spokane, Washington's strongest amateur athletic institution is best known for its hoops prowess, but thanks to outstanding run prevention and a breakout season from junior shortstop Brett Harris, the Zags have a good shot to advance beyond the regional stage for the first time in program history. Home field advantage would help, and when the NCAA released a list of 20 potential regional hosts last week, Gonzaga made the cut. A lopsided loss to 6th-rank Oregon on Tuesday won't help them clear the final hurdle, but a strong showing in their two remaining West Coast Conference series against San Francisco and San Diego could be enough to push them ahead of the likes of South Carolina and Stanford, better-known programs from major conferences that, at least according to our ELO ratings, have been outplayed by the Zags this year. Today's third and final number is 28, the number of years it's been since former Red Sox reliever Sam Malone's Boston watering hole, Cheers, closed its metaphorical doors for the final time after an 11-season run on NBC. The show's series finale on May 20, 1993 was watched by more than 93 million viewers, almost 40% of the entire U.S. population at the time, much more impressive than Malone's statistics on the mound. Yes, there are stats for the time he spent in a Red Sox uniform. According to a fictionalized Sports Illustrated tribute, Malone notched 312 and two-thirds innings over the course of his career with a 16 and 30 lifetime record over 207 games with 40 strikeouts and 109 walks, a ratio that would get a modern-day Sox hurler sent straight back to Worcester. The famously philandering Malone took great pride in a different type of count altogether, bragging in one episode that he had slept with 400 women, easy. To which Malone's on-again, off-again girlfriend, Diane Chambers, quipped, they'd have to be. That's it for today's episode of The Opener. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and let us know what you think on Twitter at Opener Podcast. You can help others find the show by leaving a review on iTunes and you can always find episodes and full transcripts at OpenerPodcast.com. Thanks for listening.